Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any other MP3 player that you might have. Welcome to The Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisler Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Star Wars actor... Daniel Craig is back as James Bond, guys. That was announced just today as we record the show. And uh, we're really excited about it because we are the Wretched Hive Podcast. And you have found episode 43 for Friday, August 18th, 2017. No, we're not Bondcast. There is a show called Bondcast, but that's not us. But we're excited anyway to talk about it. Because we love Bond and we love Star Wars. We are your number one source of Star Wars news. Welcome to the show. My name is Steve Baldwin and most of the Hive is with me tonight. We've got uh, uh, one absence. Pretty good reason. I guess he's at a Dodger game. Your Los Angeles Dodgers. 50 Los games above 500. The Dodgers are at this point. Pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Still, still won't win tonight. the National League. Not after tonight. <laughs> No, you... uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. They look like a team of destiny to me. Anyway, we are. I just, I just Google image choke, and it came up with the Los Angeles Dodgers logo. <laughs> I hope. I hope it comes up with your face. I know I am, but what are you? <laughs> God, Welcome to the show. The this has been a stellar start. Let's continue with introductions. My Wookiee co-pilot and yours, Greg Lent. Uh, hi, everybody. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Greg. Um, How are hello you to you, Mr. Lent. To, welcome to the Wretched Hive. So, um, I, 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 I really must say, the way that we've gotten off on the pre-show, I think this might be the night the Wretched Hive explodes. I think that uh, there's some serious lines being drawn. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a good thing we don't record this all in the same room because I'm sure that one or two of us would have been um, bleeding at, by this point. So yeah, there would Nobody have been pu- makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> there would have been some punches to the face, I'm pretty sure. By this point. Also joining the show tonight, the captain of the Millennial Falcon, Nico Rodriguez. Welcome to the Wretched Hive. This no, this is not Bondcast. We don't talk about leather and gags and whips. <laughs> Wrong that, kind of Bond. That's oh, that's uh, our Tuesday. Of, no, you're thinking of Bondage Cast. That's the other show we do. Bondage uh, Cast. Oh, yeah. that one we actually oh, do as well. So sorry. that one actually is us. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I don't pay attention to age. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. 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 Sorry. Also on the show tonight. We have. I got it. Dave. That you should never under for God's no circumstances 
Oh, good God. The things that come out of his mouth. Should you ever mention really? the things that go in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... Never! Spoil Game of Thrones. Call him. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Harry. <laughs> Potter. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. We are only four by four tonight. Mr. Ivansky apparently has better things to do than hang out with us, but who needs him anyway? It's time for Dodger Baseball. Lifelong oh. Star Wars fan Scott Ivansky is at Chavez Ravine tonight, taking in the Dodgers versus the White Sox, I think, tonight, right? Currently losing four to two going into the ninth inning. Well, it's probably because Scott is there. Probably. Well, Thank you Probably. to my my favorite rebel scum, Steve Baldwin, for the nice introduction. I did have a thought in my extended absence, because I know it's been a month since I've been here, and I apologize for that. But it occurred to me as we as we come up on the as we hit the anniversary earlier this year of the re-release of the original Star Wars, the Star Wars special edition release into theaters. I think we have now passed a tipping point where there has been more time where the official version of Star Wars is that Greedo shot first, as opposed to the amount of time where Han actually shot first, if I'm doing the math correctly. Ugh. Wow. We're, we're talking about uh, May 25th, 1977. Do we know the release date of the Episode Four release in 97? What was the date in 97? 97? Yes. Scott, actually, my... Scott, Scott would know this. 97 re-release. Yeah. May 17th. Ooh, okay. Can I just tell you how entertaining it is to watch all of you frantically Googling this right now? I'm watching all of your guys' like faces looking at different screens. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's actually Googling on three different devices to see which one's <laughs> fastest. <laughs> well, Dave likes to watch a lot of porn, so you got to give him, you got to cut him some slack. <laughs> all right so let's see Let, let's figure this out let's let's be scientific about this all right guys it's not rocket surgery all right how many days are we talking between may 25th 1977 and may 17th 1997 we all know and steve i can't believe you need a reminder on this okay. math is hard math is hard that's true math is hard so you can't sit there and make me try and do math today. It's just not in the cards. 05, 25, 1977. Uh, we probably should have done some show prep for this, I'm thinking. We're going to fix this in post. Don't worry about that. All right. So there he were. I, I've, we. got, I've got the answer. So there were 7,297 days. What day are you going off of? May between, 17th? Between between May 25th, 1977 and May 17th, 1997. Is... It was 99. It's 99. Not... Oh, my God. I was two days off. May 19th, 1999. I'm a fucking God. Wait a minute. The, the re-release was 1997. Oh, you're talking the re-release. Oh, never mind. I was talking <laughs> Phantom Menace. Are you... Are, are Whoa. you are you sober, sir? I'm on a different show completely right now, so don't even worry. <laughs> He's <about it>. actually <laughs> recording <laughs> the wretched Bond or whatever. <laughs> All right, and let's see. Today, what's the date today? We are August 
Today's August 16th, 2017. All right. So, and we lost a Potter. Okay. He keeps dropping in and out. I'm not sure what his deal is. Um, January 8th, 1977 is the exact day of the re-release of the special edition. January 8th, 1997. Well, that is not the date I used, so that's disappointing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Was that the VHS release in May 17th, 1997? (laughs) Uh... No, I don't think so. I think that was the when it when it went released to theaters. I think maybe not. Then what's that date in January you used, Gregory? So what is it? January what? What date did I come up here? You know that might have been a comic book. Who the? Why are we doing this? Who cares? Where's I can't Scott? believe. <laughs> I can't believe important. that I've had technical difficulties for five minutes and we're still trying to work this out. It's math, Dave. <laughs> it's all right. So here's here's my calculation. You if know your get... problem? You guys didn't grow up doing common core math, so you can't figure this out. All right. I here, get it. I, I, know, I figured it out. I have the answer. Okay. So the original Star Wars was released in theaters May 25th, 1977. It was re-released with the Guido recut. So the and, Guido and the Guido shot Guido first. Well, what I so say, Guido, Guido and... And Guido and Greedo were both. Guido. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Guido cut of this. Guido shot first, everybody. Guido was definitely the first one to shoot first. Father Guido Sarducci <laughs> was in the cantina that night. Was released May 17th, 1997. So in between the original release and the re-release was... 7,297 days. Since then, there has been 7,396 days. So we have officially been with Greedo shooting first 100 more days than we have with Han shooting first. Jesus, all I was thinking of was it had been nearly 20 years with the Han thing, and it's clearly been more than 20 years with the Greedo thing. I wasn't trying to... I apologize. So if a train leaves Philadelphia <laughs> at 9.30 p.m. How many apples does Drill have? Yes. Yes. <laughs> now that's some common core math right there. All right. Oh, man, that was making me sweat. I love that. All right. Well, to save the bit, by the end of the year, Han shoots Guido. first. Guido. Right? Because it's only 100 days. So a 50 more days, and it's even, add 51 days. Han shoots first. No, it's the other way. We've been with Greedo shooting first a hundred more days than with Han shooting first. Uh-huh. And every day from now is takes an... away from Greedo being one and adds a day to Han. You no, see? No, it doesn't. Han's number is fixed forever. Han's number Why? will never change. Forever! Because it was... Do I get it backwards? Yeah, you got it backwards. Because we're adding to the number of days that Greedo shot first, not to the number of days that Han shot first. All I know is that Papa George wears a shirt that says Han shot first. So, All I know is that Papa was a Rolling Stone. If you would like to learn more about math, you can call us. It'll Don't call us about math. <laughs> and Don't we will answer math. your math questions. Give us a call at 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. You can also find us on Facebook and throw out your math questions to us there at the wretchedhive.net. 
Uh, actually, that's our web address, the wretched the wretched hive dot net. I I have a trouble with ours tonight. The, the wretched hive. The wretched hive. Guido. Uh, you can also find us on thing. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash wretched hive podcast. Wedfully. Wedfully saw we. I think you stu- you really stumped us with that one, Dave. I'm sorry, guys. I'll I'll do better next time. I'll make the question easier. <laughs> well, just have the answer so you could save us 10 minutes in. I'm sorry. I, com- I completely lost my Skype connection right after I asked the question, and I, I came back in, and I was like, oh, my God, we're still talking about this five minutes later. <laughs> you could you, Yes. You weren't available to derail us. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost – it's really, like, funny. It's, it's completely awkward, but it's really funnier that it took us that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually our... – it's, it's not awkward. It's, it's called unlistenable is what it's called. <laughs> this is we have audio our show. I'll... We have our best ILM monkeys figuring this out in post-production. <laughs> All right, let's do this. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. We're off to a blazing start tonight, guys. Woo! Woo! And it's about to get hotter because we have... There's so much news to cover in the in the Star Wars universe in the last two weeks. It's kind of crazy. So we're going to start with a story from a couple of weeks ago already. Uh, there's a new Star Wars attraction that has not gotten a whole lot of uh, publicity. My God. Uh, but it is coming to downtown <laughs> Disney and Orlando Disney area. Uh, get Orlando! Ready, get ready to step beyond reality and into a galaxy far, far away with Star Wars... Secrets of the Empire. Now, this is a virtual reality experience. We that, call it VR, Steve. Also known as VD. That's something else, sorry. VR. Uh, yes, kind of. Uh, and basically, it is a partnership with Lucasfilm and Void, which is this company that specializes in VR experiences. Quote it, the void, we combine the magic of illusion, advanced technology, and virtual reality to create fully immersive social experiences that take guests into new worlds, said Curtis Hickman, co-founder and chief executive officer at The Void. And uh, this is on, uh, reading this at actually The Void website, the uh, blog.thevoid.com. So it is going to be a completely immersive virtual reality experience featuring Star Wars. Uh, The Secrets of the Empire experience allows guests to interact and engage with friends, family, and Star Wars characters. This groundbreaking experience will open to the public at two new Void Experience Centers at Downtown Disney, uh, at the Disneyland Resort, and Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort. And it's opening up before the holidays, guys, so this is coming out this year. Pretty cool. Most excellent. Most excellent. Um, yeah, this this so this is the same group that's put out a couple of these um, <clears throat> little VR experience. They've been all they've all been kind of home based and kind of low budget. I haven't used one because I personally don't have a VR setup in my home here, but uh, I've heard decent things about them. I've heard they've been very interesting. So. If they've classed this one up a bit, that they're going to stick it in downtown Disney, that you don't have to uh, pay to get into the park. Yeah. And cool. 
So the, the image shows kids and participants with like a VR gog- set goggles on holding a blaster and shooting at stormtroopers. So it looks pretty pretty cool. Well, at Excellent. least they're not shooting at rebels because then they'd be disappointed because they would never hit anything. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you Constantly know, I, I am I am pretty stoked on on some you know public VR stuff. Um, I went to Six Flags not long ago, and they have a VR experience that's tied to one of their roller coasters, and it's actually really fucking cool. You put on a VR headset, and you get into the roller coaster. And you ride the roller coaster, and it's a totally different ride because you are going in and out of, you know, crashing buildings, and there's aliens flying around everywhere. And you're basically in this, like, jet fighter saving New York City from an alien invasion, but you're on a roller coaster doing loops and turns and drops and stuff. And it's really cool. And you can look all the way around you and see the entire thing on this roller coaster and it's really cool so i'm actually really stoked if you know lucasfilms is involved in something like this they're not going to let it be some shoddy cardboard box vr experience so it should be pretty cool i would think right yeah totally agree and vr is just getting better and better it seems like the technology is catching up with the creative folks that can that can you know create these worlds and uh i mean just the stuff at the apple uh Worldwide Developers Conference was just like mind blowing. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, also in the news this week, I was thrilled for this one. The Scum and Villainy Cantina guys that we actually uh, produced a show from our visit to uh, Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood. <clears throat> the Scum and Villainy Cantina is opening up permanently in Hollywood. Um, <clears throat> the pop culture party space is listening to its customers and opening up its doors permanently. Uh, this, according to a story on LA Eater, la.eater.com. Uh, the secretive Star Wars themed pop up bar, Scum and Villainy Cantina, is planning on sticking around a while longer. According to their Facebook post last week, they're going all the way permanent with their once temporary Hollywood location. So, this is pretty cool. Uh, if you were already a visitor there, you've got one of those coins. You can use your coin to get 10% off your bill when you go there. So pretty cool. Yeah. I, you know, we all, well, except for, no, we were all there. Christine was the only one who wasn't there. Um, and yeah, I think we all thoroughly enjoyed it. I think we all had a great time. Um, and excited that they're going to stay open for good. That's, that's really good news. Um, yeah, I, 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 I read a little bit of their release that they were staying open and they're making it more of an of a traditional bar experience and they're doing other things there, which is kind of cool. It's not just going to be the same old thing. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be good times there for a long time to come, it sounds like. Good, for, so, good on them. So are they going to do like trivia and stuff yeah. like that too? Okay. That's that's what I've heard. It'll be like there'll be like a trivia night, and there'll be you know there'll be other things to do other than just go and and hang out and immerse yourself in a quote unquote Star Wars experience. So it'll be fun. Yeah. So I, I can't remember if we talked about this or not on the show yet, but um, the I think it was just mentioned in passing during the closing. Or are you talking something else now? Okay. Well, F.J. DeSanto, <laughs> who is the owner of the bar and uh, Star Wars aficionado and writer and movie producer and director. Um, 
we exchanged a Facebook message with him, and he uh, he offered to be on the show. So we want to try to get him on the show. And FJ, if you're listening, uh, reach out to us again. We we definitely want to uh, talk to you and and uh, promote this this your establishment as much as we can. It's a lot of fun. We had a great time there. So, but don't dare do it until you've got Figure and Dan and the Melody Nodes booked. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I volunteer to be the drummer in that band if he, if they ever need it. I'll go. I would be so stoked. Can you imagine the live music night when Figure and Dan and the band is there? That would be so cool. That would be badass. That would be a lot of fun. Now, a couple of stories here. Again, back to the Disney front. Uh, construction continues on Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. And, uh, in fact, um, earlier this month, first week of August, uh, Disney pulled some additional permits with the uh, proper authorities there in Orange County to start building out the foundation (laughs) of uh, structural steel and the core and the shell required to build out Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge. So this is going to uh, – the permits uh, suggested that the new expansion would be set to debut in 2019. And uh, completed in – this phase will be completed in uh, – by, uh, let's see, it looks like late September according to the uh, expiration date on the permits. So this thing is has, moving forward. I, I it, never, uh, sorry, no, go, go ahead, Dave. Oh, you oh. first. I was going to say, I never thought about it till now, but I guess it makes perfect sense that they would have to pull permits to do construction like this. But how do you pull a permit to build an, an ADAT? I mean, what yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what box do you check at the counter for that? <laughs> that's a great point. That's a, that's a really good point. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just wondering when Samsung's going to be announced as the official sponsor for the Samsung Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Ooh. You heard it first right here. First right here on the Wretched Hive. I, I mean, I, they I had they had Chevron as an official sponsor for the uh what is it? Uh, uh shit, what's the name of the car's ride? Uh, Autopia? Oh yeah, Autopia. Autopia. Oh, yeah. So why can't we get Samsung as an official sponsor for Samsung Disney's Samsung Galaxy's Edge? Like, come on, it's yeah. it's in the name; it's already there. It, you guys should be know. a should be a record producer with this. Like, just get <laughs> people in a room and just watch what happens. <laughs> also happening uh, in the Disney world, uh, big news a couple of weeks ago that Disney would be parting ways with Netflix. Of course, there's been a... We talked about this uh, about a year ago that Disney was uh, lining themselves up to for a long-term relationship with Netflix to be the provider of Disney content. And uh, indeed, the Star Wars films are available through Netflix. At least uh, Rogue One is for sure, I'm sure, I know, is... Um, is uh, episode seven and and actually episode one through seven also available on Netflix. No other no other Star Wars property is available through Netflix right now. Oh, so just 
Rogue Wait, One. did they take down Clone Wars? Because Clone Wars was up there. For oh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, Clone Wars. Clone Wars is on there. Clone Wars was supposed to come down, but it's still there. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's actually come down officially yet. So. So wait, if they're taking the Disney stuff away from Netflix, how do I watch Moana, Lilo, and Stitch every night? <laughs> that stuff won't go away. It's only oh. the agreement was only for um, the agreement that was put in place last year was for new and upcoming properties and select older properties. So that's why you saw things like Civil War, you saw Doctor Strange, um, things like there. I think there's something else there that came up on there. And then that agreement still runs through next year. So you're going to get the Han Solo movie. Um, uh, and I think Episode 9, actually, too. I think Episode 9 and the Han Solo movie will still end up on Netflix. And then once the agreement expires next year, then um, they'll go to whatever this new streaming service is going to be. Okay. Oh, no. All you poor saps aren't going to be able to watch the exciting conclusion of, no, really, this is The Last Jedi, Episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, totally, for sure, The Last Jedi, or so, Episode 9. Or so we thought that was the story. Then a week Jin? later, yeah. after that was widely reported, many news outlets around the world, in fact, the story I have here in the show notes is from, uh, I believe it's metro.co.uk, but this was reported by Reuters and other news services here in the States. Uh, Reuters then reporting a week later on August 11th, Netflix discussing keeping Disney's Marvel and Star Wars films. So apparently well, this is not a done deal. Netflix Incorporated is in active <laughs> discussions with the Walt Disney Company about keeping Marvel and Star Wars films after 2019 when new Disney and Pixar movies will stop appearing on their streaming service. So they so want that Star Wars money. Yeah. So there's some there's some larger context to it though from what I've been reading. Uh obviously everybody's looking at streaming right now as the new as a new revenue source. And cable is obviously on a decline because people are not interested in paying hundreds of dollars a month for these pre-bundled packages that are mostly channels they don't want. People want to do a la carte. Cable companies won't let them do a la carte. So as content providers start producing their own streaming channels, people will just start saying, oh, I'd rather just pay 10 bucks a month to Netflix, 10 bucks a month to Disney, and 10 bucks a month to you know, CBS, and I'm done. That's everything that I could possibly want to watch. Disney previously announced they were going to do a standalone ESPN streaming project that's scheduled to launch in 2018. The Disney product that they're talking about here is to launch in 2019. The interesting thing about that is Bob Iger, if I remember right, is supposed to retire in 2019. And it would be bad corporate form to launch such a major initiative... From ABC News World Sorry. Headquarters. This is Speaking ABC of bad form. Worm. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> do we have some breaking, breaking news? Is I was, breaking trying, to, news? I was trying to do this. <laughs> and Chief Executive Officer of the Walt Disney Company, <laughs> Bob Iger. That's what I was going for. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You were on a roll, man. I was on a roll. <laughs> but I was going to say... It, it would be bad corporate form to launch such a major initiative on your way out the door for your successor to have to do. Typically, you you don't do that. You leave a project like that to be launched under the successor so it can be their project and their their problem and headache and thing to own. So that might be something to do with what's happening with 
with the Netflix deal is everybody kind of looked at the timing of that. And they have his successor lined up. They may not have announced who it is, but I promise you they have it lined up in the current corporate hierarchy. They know who everybody knows who it is. And that person might have said, hey, Bob, WTF, you know, you got to let me make my own make my own menu here. Hmm. That's that just yeah. that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense, Dave. I, 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 I buy that. I buy that. There's, it's probably some inside corporate discussions happening, uh, and it's there's probably some politics going on inside inside the company. But that is makes it a lot a of sense. Menu? Although I would say, I mean, it doesn't. It just makes so much sense for Disney to want to keep their own, you know. They're this this huge profit monster that they've got. That's the Star Wars in the Marvel universe. Why give it to somebody else to make money when they oh, can ab- when they can own it all? Well, especially when it's becoming such a common place for people to have their own destination uh, apps or, or or streaming services, if you will. I mean, CBS is coming out with theirs, and they're launching a new Star Trek series on it, only available on the on the streaming service. Um, you know, HBO has theirs with all of their original content. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Why go into business with somebody else when it's just as good for yourself? Um, breaking news, uh, Yasiel Puig just hit a double into right field, game-winning walk-off double. There you go. Dodgers now 51 games above <laughs> Another come-from-behind win. They were down 4-2 to two going into the ninth inning and come back and but, win it in the bottom of the ninth. Wow. Wait, so is that 51 days closer to Han shooting Greedo first again? or? <laughs> <laughs> There's 7,297 days between the last Dodger World Series victory. <laughs> it's actually probably pretty oh. close. What day was the what day was that last Dodger Dodger in 1988? What day was the, what day did they win the World Series? Uh that well, let's see game 1 was October 15th, 1988. Let's just call it um probably Halloween. October 25th, 1988. I'm, I'm I'm just going with Halloween Work today. On that and we'll continue the story. Eight, here. <laughs> Sixteen, two thousand seventeen is All right, what so, it is. So so tangentially, there's one final Disney story here, and this, this it has one... been ten thousand five hundred and sixteen days since the Dodgers have won a World Series. So you're telling me it's been longer? It's been more days since the Dodgers last won the World Series. Than Greedo shot first. Correct. Yes. Wow. wow. And, yes. and there's a ways to go on that too. Yeah. Quite a bit. Well, hopefully uh, we'll hit the reset button on the Dodger thing here in a couple months. I know you Orange County people don't care about that. They are a good team. I'm very much a Dodger fan, by the way. I'm I am not a an Angel fan. Very much a Dodger fan. Thank God. Because I'm right. That's why. That's right. All right. Also in the Disney universe. Now, this this story I, I just found fascinating. Uh, this is from Mashable.com. And uh, this story is about Kathleen Kennedy and George Lucas. The most powerful figures in Star Wars history will face each other once and for all. In the bedroom. So I was like, I got to read this. What's this about? <laughs> George is a happily married man. I don't know if Kathleen's married, but. Yeah, Frank Marshall. Yeah. Frank Marshall. Oh, okay. 
There you go. Did I say Frank Marshall? What did I say? Well, I meant, Greg Marshall. I, Greg Marshall. It's me. I'm Greg Marshall. Not Gary Marshall. <laughs> Greg oh, Brady. So Mike Marshall. Kathleen Kennedy is married to Greg Brady. <laughs> All right. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So. What's Matt the, Damon. Kathleen Kennedy must have known that one day she would have to face her former master no matter how far, how far George Lucas drifted into the Outer Rim territories of Star Wars. Uh, as of Tuesday night, this is uh, a week ago now, uh, Kennedy is at the forefront of an uphill effort to open the long-gestating Academy Museum in Los Angeles. She'll want to do it before Lucas lands his own fully operational, fully operational museum just seven miles to the south and east near the campus at USC. So base bottom line here is that Lucas is trying to open his Museum of Narrative Art, scheduled to open in 2021. Kennedy's museum, the Academy Museum, is scheduled to open in 2019 but it's long delayed first they said 2017 then 18 now 19 and uh so this is interesting we could have two museums both focused on motion pictures and the arts opening in los angeles approximately the same time around 2021 and those that are in charge of the respective museums are kathleen kennedy with the academy of Motion Pictures Museum, and George Lucas with his Museum of Narrative Art. And essentially, it's a race to the finish line with, uh, you know, there will be comparisons, of course, and accusations of one copying the other, depending which one opens first. So I thought that was pretty interesting, a little little rivalry between these two friends, KK and GL. And I'm going to go to both. Kathleen Kennedy! Can there only Kathleen be one? Kennedy! <laughs> Why you open your museum? I was going to open my museum! Oh, George! <laughs> what were you going to say, Dave? Save us. No, I, I, I can't. That's asking a lot. <laughs> well, my question is, how many days from oh, the Lord. conception of the Academy to the release of the Academy... Has Greedo shot first? Are you saying it's been longer that a Greedo has shot first than we've been waiting for this Academy Museum? Then the Dodgers have won a World Series. I think it's the same number of days it takes an Australian swallow. An African swallow. What if he gripped what if he gripped it by the husk? It doesn't matter where he grips it. Of course it matters where he grips it. What year was 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 the Kennedy Museum of first supposed to be opened all right i'm pulling pulling the parachute on this guys (laughs) i'm yanking us out it is time to honor our sponsor audible.com they may not be our sponsor after this episode but they are our sponsor now it hasn't stopped them yet it's okay that's very true and speaking of george lucas uh the book we've selected this week from audible.com is is about george lucas it's george lucas a life And uh, what's great about this book is that our listeners can actually get this book for free, guys. Is it the autobiography? Yeah, it's a it's narrated by. It's not an autobiography. It's uh, it is a biography of George Lucas. 
uh, written by Brian J. Jones and narrated by Jay Snyder. And you can own this book for free simply by signing up for a free Audible trial. So you can check out the service. You'll also get a free audio book to go along with your 30-day free trial. And uh, this week, our demonstration that we have here, the demonstration book, the sample, if you will, is George Lucas, A Life, written by Brian J. Jones, narrated by Jay Snyder, came out last December. And uh, here you go. Here's a snippet of George Lucas, A Life. By the time it was formally established in 1884, there were 25 buildings on the site, most of them housing businesses whose owners, sensing the ample opportunity that came with living near the railroad, had simply picked up their homes and office buildings and relocated to Modesto from nearby Paradise City or Tuolumne City. Modesto took its time to become a metropolis. And if you would like to learn more about Modesto history, download <laughs> George Lucas. Who doesn't? Now, this book covers his, uh, his childhood, his days at USC, making the first Star Wars film covers a little bit of the se- of the uh, sequel films mostly episode 4 but uh, it's primarily about the history of Modesto <laughs> so if you are from Modesto or you like to learn more about Modesto all you need to do to get this book for free is go to audibletrial.com forward slash hive that's audibletrial.com forward slash hive that's h-i-v-e for your free audiobook. Is Did was we... that book read by an actual person or is that like the the Kindle voice translation just reading the text aloud? <laughs> His name is Microsoft Sam Dave. <laughs> 100,000 residents until the 1980s. But as the town grew, it took its civic pride seriously. Modesto, man. It's a great place. I don't I don't understand, Dave. Why do you not like this voice, Dave? In 500 feet, turn left, Dave. You know, that is a... We need to pull some of those clips from 2001. What's wrong, Dave? (laughs) That's great. Don't make me come down there and beat your dumb millennial ass, because I will. I've had a long... Week and I'm looking for the Wretched Hive Podcast. Did we did we ever talk about the Rinsler blog on the on the old podcast here? Did that did that was that a subject that ever came up? That he bailed I think out he was forced of? out of it. I don't know if he bailed out of it. I think he I, was forced I, out of it. I believe, and I'm not I'm not checking the show notes or anything, but I believe we did mention and talk about that. Okay. Well, I mean, it's impossible That's... to check show notes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, note to self. Delete, where are we? 4149, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck. Bleep that out. <laughs> Real quick, this is what you guys put me through every two weeks. Real quick, so JW Rinsler, JW Rinsler, yeah. So I think I think we talked about. By the way, you guys know you can find all the show notes are on the wretchedhive.net. I I I did not know that, so that's a good free plug, Steve. Oh, yeah. So go to www. That's our website, 
thewretchedhive.net. All that's there is our show notes. So you can scroll down, find the episode that you think we might have talked about it, and there are active links. You could link and find the uh, find the story online. As and well. as a listener, you will know 100% more about the show than four of the five Hive <laughs> members during recordings. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, man. I... Show notes. Yeah, it's amazing. How about that? All right. So moving on. We've got more Star Wars news to cover, guys. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. You mean Episode 9? If you've heard about this. Do you mean Episode 9, The Last Jedi? <laughs> no. <laughs> the really Don't last. mean Episode 9. <laughs> no one understands why that's funny, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> I do. <laughs> but you do. Episode 8, Learn Your Roman numeral, Steve. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I'm dealing with Title 19 stuff at work, and I'm writing 19 in Roman numerals, and it messed me up. So I apologize for that. Guys. No, as long as you don't write Title so 19, The Last Jedi, in all of your I work just, product. I was just like, we are a Star Wars podcast. We probably should pay attention to details like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we pay attention to the details so much on the show. Five minutes figuring out the math on the days. To be yes. fair, you guys left that up to me, and... Math is hard, guys. Yeah, Don't leave the we've math. Determined that many times on the show. Math is hard. But if we, if you didn't have enough reason to love Laura Dern already, wonderful actress, beautiful woman, social activist, then if you're a Star Wars fan, you're gonna love her even more after you read this story on CinemaBlend.com, which, by the way, you can link to from our homepage on the web, thewretchedhive.net. Uh, look at show notes for uh, episode, what are we, episode 42, 43, <laughs> and you can find this story on Cinema Blend. Why Laura Dern almost cried on the set of Star Wars The Last Jedi. She says, quote, I will tell you this, to be an actor my whole life, but first a kid who loved movies and walk on a set, costumes ready, you're mic'd, you're learning your lines, the camera's rolling, you open your eyes to do a scene like any other workday, and it's Star Wars? I could cry. Oh my god, it's R2-D2. I thought I was going to pass out. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. That's Laura Dern talking about her experience on Episode 8, coming out December 15th this year, guys. That's adorable. That is just adorable. I love it. That's a fan. I love it when fans are involved in the production of this thing we love so much. That's what's so cool about, you know, this time that we're in right now. We've got these directors and actors that are kind of close to our age, and they're making Star Wars. Your awesome. age? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You got to bring that up. Our age. Call me a millennial falcon every fucking week. Our age. Ouch. Our. Some of us are just. Well, you're the older than others. Yeah, I know. You remind me. You're every... the captain. You're the captain of the millennial facts. Not a negative thing. It's just what it is. I was going to say some of us are you're young representing... at heart. Representing. There you go. We're all young at heart here, Dave. Well, you're 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 actually young. So. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Don't forget it. Let's just be honest about that. Some of that. us are young. The next time you threaten Some my of... life. <laughs> wow. There was there were some words exchanged in the pre-show. I'm just gonna... it, may, it may have gotten a little I tense. I don't know if I recorded that. God, I hope I did. You never record pre-show. 
You idiot. <laughs> That's not true. I sometimes do. I sometimes do. I, I never record it when it's good, so which means I probably didn't record this time. Right. Nico sent me a horrifying picture of myself in the middle of that, so. <laughs> uh, that's a great picture. I don't know what you mean. Okay, it's kind of scary. It scares me. It's a great picture. <laughs> well, What picture was I, it? My own balls are jumping back into my body every time I look at this picture. <laughs> well, when, when, Nico, when Nico does turn up murdered, I will know the first place I'm going to go look for the killer. So... <laughs> Uh, comicbook.com, I think. Here, let me look at this. Comicbook.com forward slash Star Wars has uh, some pretty big spoilers here, guys. We we need we need a spoiler alert sound soundbite. Yeah, you should. We need a spoiler well, alert. Well, if you, sound, if you taped me in the pre-show, we might have that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. We might have if okay, if we have yeah. that, I'll plug it in. I will plug it into this. Um comicbook.com forward slash Star Wars releasing details of a children's book. Children's book that was actually reported by StarWarsNews.net. Uh there are two separate spreads in the book pertaining to the upcoming Star Wars film. So if you don't want to know about the upcoming Star Wars film, fast forward right now because we're about to talk about some plot points here given away in this children's book. Jeez, can I hang up the phone? Don't and blame call me us. back later. I don't want to spoiler alerts. There's going to be a Jedi and it's going to be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a huge it's not a huge spoiler. I'll, so it it it's 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 listenable. It's not going to give away yeah. too much. We're we're not learning who anybody's but, father uh, is or anything. Right. Or mother. Wait, Star Wars is about there's fathers and stuff in Star Wars? No! No! Uh, so the book states, Meanwhile, Poe is busy doing some persuading of his own. He and BB-8 are making runs through the First Order's last assault fleet to clear the way for the Resistance Bomber Squadron. Headed by Ace Pilot... Page. BB-8 will keep the coordinates straight. You look out for these First Order ships. So so what we know is, number one, this new character, Paige, apparently, is an ace pilot. That's Poe's, like, younger cousin. I thought you were actually turning a page there for a second. <laughs> no, that's, that's, P-A-I-G-E. That's, that's what Steve does whenever he's reading a book and he gets to the end of the, uh, <laughs> the, end, of the, the, end of the lines of text. He goes, Paige! He actually sends text messages with the word end at the end of every one, like it's a fucking telegram. <laughs> All caps. Right? Stop. Uh, so Poe is busy with BB-8 making runs through the First Order's latest assault fleet. So apparently there was some sort of battle with the First Order. And uh, the... Rebellion one, and there's re remnants of the assault fleet lying around, and they're they're making runs through it to clear the way for the resistance bomber squadron. Hmm. Hmm. So there you hmm. go. So I was most intrigued by Paige. Now Paige, we met. Um, she was on stage. Paige was on stage. 
the actress that plays Paige. Was on the stage. Uh, was on stage at... Was she in um, a rage? <laughs> God, I was trying to find a rhyming word and I couldn't. Oh. I hate that. What was her age? <laughs> Again. And, and she's a bomber pilot and not a mage? I hate all of you. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this right now. I am I am so entertained by this, guys. I think I'm the only one out of all of us that's really entertained by it now. I uh, we've got to get to the last stage here. Go. <laughs> okay. Delayed laughter from Greg. Lent well there. done. All right. Uh, we have anything else to say about that? What do you think? I, I it's not as Speechless. interesting as you know knowing like the first Speechless. sentence of the crawl, but it's interesting. Yeah. Speechless. All right. We've also got, thank God, some news to get us out of this one. Han Solo news. I had an idea for how episode nine should end. How Episode eight or nine? Episode nine. Wrap up the whole thing. Okay. So. You, is this a prediction? You're making a prediction right I don't, now? I don't know that I'm making a prediction. It's like a half-formed thought. Like, I, this yeah. might be a good bookend way to, to do well, things. But Yeah, but before, before you continue, we have to qualify, and I think you just did, but I'm just going to say for the record, we have to qualify whether it's an official prediction so we can jot it in the notes for when I, we're, I, uh, when we're paying up in 2020. I'm not ready to make it an official prediction, and I may yet regret this, but I, I think what you, you want to kind of end it with or have it end right around something like this is is Ray kind of turning towards a distant point and seeing the force ghost of Leia and Luke and Sebastian Shaw kind of all rezzing in and standing there and having that be kind of one of the last the last moments that we have of this trilogy. Mm. As she's you looking know, on her Skywalker lineage. Yeah. I I I could I could totally see them. You know, they've all. Greg, you missed a couple vowels there. I know. I they've they've said that uh, (laughs) they they won't use digital footage of Carrie Fisher, but I could totally see something like that happening. I think you might be onto something there. Uh, I I I can see Force Ghost Leia. For sure, I could see that. I don't know. As as awesome and as homage and great as it would be to Carrie Fisher as a canon character of Leia I don't think like being a force ghost that's a trained Jedi ability that's something that the Jedi like have to train to learn to be able to do that's something that Qui-Gon had to learn from Yoda before he died that's something that that these Jedi's were were training for to be able to pass on their wisdom from beyond the grave. And Leia's not a Jedi. She's not a Force user. She's Force sensitive. She's in tune with the Force, but she hasn't had Jedi training. I don't think that having her as a Force ghost, like I said, as cool as it would be for Carrie Fisher and as awesome as it would be for all the fans to see as canon I don't think it's appropriate yeah I I, 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 
would tend to agree with you, and I don't I don't know that he learned it from Yoda, but I I definitely think he was the first one who's able to do it. So, but yeah, I kind of tend to agree with you. Yeah, I don't disagree. I I, I think that if you're going to stick with that canon, unless you're going to do some retconning, um, I agree. I think that 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 your your hypothesis there does fit with canon, and I also think from a more practical approach, um. Have we ever seen a force ghost of a character that we didn't see die on screen? I don't. I don't think we have. I don't think we have either. At least we've only ever seen three force ghosts. So, in canon, were there more force ghosts in the? Was there like a whole gaggle of force ghosts in the expanded universe? I don't know if there were any force ghosts, Gregory. Force ghosts. I see ball Give the guy a break, man. It's late. He's <laughs> drinking. Give him a break. Jeez. I don't have a dig on you, Steve. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't know either. But I'm trying to leave it it open in case the fact checkers out there uh, produce something that I'm unaware of. Don't forget about um, kisses goodnight and the yeah. Clone Wars. Were there any Force Ghosts on the Clone Wars or Rebels? Not I, I don't remember movies. seeing any in Rebels, and I and I, I think as we've demonstrated, I have never ever gotten completely through the Clone Wars, so I don't know. Couldn't speak on that. I haven't watched either one of them to completion either, so I don't know. I feel like this is such a Scott question. We have seen Force Ghosts in in uh, the Clone Wars for sure. Were they one of the three that we've already seen in film? Uh, that's that's a possibility. I'm pretty sure they were. And we heard well. We heard Qui Gon. Yeah. Jin. We heard his voice. I don't remember if he was actually a Force ghost. Uh, but at any rate, if it was Qui Gon, we did see him obviously die on film, uh-huh. on screen. Um, the the other more practical thing with Leia is that do you do you kill her off? Um, I think they're giving her. Uh, well, we'll see in Episode Eight how they handle her departure at least from screen time, I don't think they're going to kill her off. I think they're going to send her off somewhere or have some graceful exit for her. It's been a long time. But I don't know. Without you, my friend. Yeah, I thought the general consensus up to this point was that she was actually not dying. I thought that was what we had heard up to this point. Death was not an option for her. Yeah, I think every scene with her in it in this coming movie is going to be packed with emotion. It's going to be hard to it's going to be hard for me to watch this movie and not get very emotional when she's on screen. Is it going to be a glass case of emotion? It could be a glass case of emotion. Mm, okay. Yeah. We've also got some news out of the Han Solo film camp. A couple of stories this week. Um, one Dave that I think you may have shared with the group, Donald Glover. Of course, the uh, playing the next uh, reincarnation or incarnation of Lando Calrissian, the millennial, met with the millennial incarnation, the millennial, the millennial version, uh, got, had a chance to meet with the one and only Billy D. Williams, coolest cat ever. And on uh, this story, in uh, for some reason, my my URL is not coming up immediately tonight it's strange there's a pill they make, for a, that. They make bleeding... a pill for that i win oh my god <laughs> bleedingcool.com has the story at uh that donald glover glover uh, recalls his meeting sorry am i saying it again wrong? yes 
Yes. So how what is how's it pronounced? Glove. Like a glove. Like a glove. All right, sorry. But it's more. Like it's it's more glove. It's glover. I gotta say, I gotta say, you guys have become very, very picky with pronunciation. <laughs> Man, really rough, really rough on me the last few episodes. Just the way your mother likes it, Trubak. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was absolutely perfect. <laughs> well done. Cheers to Cheers. that. Cheers, mate. So Mr. Glover recalls his meeting with uh, who's he meeting with? Billy D. Williams, and he says that guy. He says that Ron is such a legend, and he knows exactly what the vision for what he's doing is. He's he's actually relating this. Sorry, let me back up. Donald Glover is talking with Billy D. Williams about the directorial change for Han Solo, and he's saying Ron is such a legend. He knows exactly what his vision is. Phil and Chris hired us, so he's sort of like I'm not their first choice but you know you worry about those things he says to be honest i don't know exactly what happened i feel like i was a baby in the divorce or the youngest child the oldest child's like we know what's happening but we're keeping you out of it and he's just kind of like asking you know was that scene good how do you feel and he's relating all this to to uh billy d williams and billy d williams just looks at looks at him and says yeah i don't know about all that just be charming Okay, so with an answer like that, my question is, were they drinking Colt 45 in this meeting? Oh, they they had to have been. They had to be. Billy D. Williams was, at least. Somebody was. Because I just love that it's this moment in my head where you have this this young actor who's, you know, really coming into his own. He's playing this marquee character, and he's meeting with this old hand legend. He's just just going through all these mechanic stuff and training and this, and it's my motivation. And I've been thinking about that. And after five minutes, the guy's just like, yeah, man, just be cool, man. That's it. Just be cool. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I so love that. Yeah. Just, just exactly like you say, he's just, you know, he wants to get into the method he wants to know what's behind the thought and how, you know, what were you thinking and what's motivating you to do this? He's like, I don't know, man, just be charming. And then drinks his Colt 45. <laughs> Excuse me while I do some blow off of this hooker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's nobody cooler than Billy D, man. And that's why Billy D. Williams will always be Lando Calrissian. (laughs) Joining that family shortly will be Donald Glover. Glover. Oh, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Wow. Ron Howard is at it again this week on Twitter, guys. And uh, actually, today, as we record the show on Wednesday the 16th, he posted a picture of what looks to be a His Death testicles. Star, Death Star oh. control room. This is Ron Howard teases the Death Star. Uh, he just quotes, he just, he just writes on Twitter, the Empire looms large. And it's a picture of a... Uh, black helmet worn by uh the guys on the death star that ignited the uh the death star laser that blew up alderaan what are those guys called death troop death star death star laser operators there you go engineers engineer yeah maybe but uh looks like we might be seeing some death star in the han solo film they've got the Jin erso helmet right is that the one we're talking about with the long like 
back to it that comes down to a slope in the front that's got the underbite look with the visor. Exactly. Is that the helmet that we're yep. talking about? Yep. So what Jinnerso wears, right? Yeah. It's the one she when she's masquerading as a uh, as an imperial officer or an no, engineer or, or engineer or whatever. Yeah. All controversy aside from him coming on to the production of this film, he seems to be enjoying himself immensely. Just he's tweeting photos, like regularly tweeting photos. He's he's putting out comments to the press he's not being shy about it um it's so much so that i that i think you know what maybe he's maybe he's got this under control maybe this will turn out all right after all he's uh, it seems like he's really just been a calming voice on that set because it, it's it hasn't you haven't heard all these frenzied situations of crazy things going on in the reshoots and and production's not happy and the executives are worried about the cut of the film it just things are just you know he's billy d williams on the set he's just being cool man he's just being cool yeah you know i gotta say i was just trying to find something concrete to confirm to confirm it but i don't think that helmet is limited to imperials that were on the death star so i'm pretty sure i just found a screenshot of a dude wearing that helmet walking in front of a couple of snow troopers disguised as another dude playing a dude that's another dude well, if if Jen Erso was wearing that helmet on what on Scarif, then obviously yeah. that's not the Death Star. So yeah, I think you're so, probably right. So it is. I'm pretty sure it's been a thing for a long time in the expanded universe that Han Solo spent some time at an the Imperial Academy and left to become, you know, the rascal that we all know and love. Is it possible that the film hits on that time? I just wonder, is that is that helmet just there encountering the Empire, or is that helmet, like, is that shot indicative of the Han Solo character leaving the helmet and leaving that Imperial uh, possible life for himself behind? Mm-hmm. Dave said dick. Yo, what is it, five <laughs> years? Is it, it's fi- is it five or six years before the events of A New Hope when we pick up with the Han Solo film? I think so. Or I, nine, I, or I don't I don't know. I don't I haven't heard. I think it was like age nineteen to twenty six or something for Han. Oh that's right. There was that super long timeline in there, wasn't there? Yeah. I remember talking yeah. about that. And he's and he's roughly thirty in, in the in the time of of a new hope, so Yeah. Jin Erso is like ten years old. They just landed on that green, grassy planet. Yeah. Saw Guerrera could technically make a return here. Young Saw Guerrera. Yeah. With both legs. Somebody get me Forrest Whitaker on the phone right now. I'm available. (laughs) (laughs) That was my best. Perhaps perhaps the Borgullet will make you talk. Bogolet! Bogolet! <laughs> we have a guest that has uh, joined the room. Perhaps this hey, guest. Hey, what's up, guys? Can, can tell it's us exactly Bogolet. what happens. 
Did you well, see the bull gullet? <laughs> bull gullet. Bull gullet has joined the show. His name, I'm... Scott Ivansky. All right, so we we cannot talk about that one segment now. Well, nope. I did scratch show up that. Matt Steves, and I'm on my knees. That's not good, right? Oh my God, <laughs> it's just, everything it's that I just predicted. like every. It's just like every other Wednesday night, sounds like. <laughs> just like every other Wednesday. That was that was, that was for Nico. All right, moving. So I agree. This could be indicative of Han's time in the Empire for sure, or time as as a as an Imperial cadet, maybe even. Uh, interesting. I like it. Steve said, "Dick." I like it. <laughs> what did I say, Dick? Indicative. Cadet. Oh. I probably, I, I probably should have said evocative instead of indicative. I set us on a bad track there. <laughs> All right, so it turns out Princess Leia was no dummy. What? Yep. I mean, we knew Actually, she was brilliant, and we knew she was can, a great leader. Can confirm, not a mannequin. But it turns out she... Actually, the character Princess Leia had her PhD at age 19. That's impressive. I had a PhD once. It was boring, was so I, I got rid of it. Your PhD Honestly, was... Doogie Hauser had his by like 14, so Doogie Hauser's got her beat. Your PhD was piled high and deep. That's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, but this revelation was pointed out by Twitter user Becca Harrison, who is a, a University of Glasgow professor who yeah, also well, owns. Is she a PhD? Because if not, I don't buy it. Well, she's a professor with a doctorate degree and discovered the news in the book Superwomen, Gender, Power, and Representation by Karen Coca. Anyone? Nope. Carolyn Coca. Dave, have you Glover. read Carolyn Coca's Glover. book? <laughs> I'm a big fan. How do, how do you spell that? Uh, <clears throat> C-O-C-C-A. Cocaina. I'm trying not to say it the way that you want me to say it. <laughs> I was working Caca. hard there. So that's cool. you know that's what's that's one one great thing about the Star Wars universe always uncovering new stuff and it's so, almost like uh, archaeology. You know, you uncover this new stuff. The more you dig, the more you find. So, it, it, how does she get a PhD? This is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. They had some kind of college system that was similar to the one we have here today on Earth but for postgraduate degrees. Come on. Of course they did. PhDs are universal. Timeless, even. <laughs> Dr. God, paging Dr. God. They did, not have, they did not have underwear in the Star Wars universe, but they have PhDs. <laughs> what? Leia's got to oh, be that's, like, what that's the a, hell? That's the thing. It is a she's thing. The, she's the brainiest, brawlest broad that ever floated through space. <laughs> I was going to say, she earned her PhD without underwear? That's, I don't know, that's kind of sexist. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Lucas was a little bit... Uh... But I have to say a little sexy, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Man, the creep factor just went right. way high. <laughs> Going to have to edit that one out. Going to have to edit that one out, too, Steve, making yeah, notes. Where are we... Uh... One eleven fifty eight. Thanks. 
<laughs> we'll talk about what Greg uh, is forcing me to edit out. We're not going to repeat that right now. Let's make this a three-hour show, gentlemen. Oh, and what else did you miss? Uh, Dave was going to throw down with Nico. Oh, nice. Yeah, Dave, Dave literally threatened to murder Nico. Yes, that, uh, that happened. <laughs> if he gave any Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> oh, any more because I spoiled more, them pretty it. hardcore. Oh, yeah, you did. Very cool. Guys, we're going to have some shopping opportunities pretty soon. Force Friday. Friday. When is Force Friday? I was I was asked this the other day and I was embarrassed I didn't know the answer. September, it's the first Friday of September. September first, my friend. Mm. All right. Up. It's the first Friday of September, Dave. Put in your days off request. Midnight, I already have September first. Force Friday I have, is coming. Have I have you? a huge, a huge beef with this though. I really have a huge beef with this. And the right. fact Game of Thrones is it, is it a Game of Thrones spoiler sized beef? Yes, yes, it is. Okay. They're, they're calling right. it. They're calling it Force Friday Two, which is just factually incorrect. Is it the Electric <laughs> Boogaloo? Isn't it Force no, Friday it... Three? Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't is... this three or four? Because, granted, they called. So the first one for for the Force Awakens was Force Friday. They had a Force Friday for Rogue One. It existed. They called it Force Friday. They didn't call it Force Friday Two, but they called it Force Friday. This is Force Friday 3, motherfuckers. That's right. No, 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 no. The Rogue One Force Friday was not episodic. It's not... I'm, it's canon, I'm actually, but it's not episodic. So then don't call it Force it Friday. But I'm it can't Nico. have... It's a, yeah, but it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Don't call it Force was Friday. It Star, it wasn't <laughs> call it, call it Rogue Friday. Call it Rogue Friday. I, I can explain this. As we've said many times on the show... Math is hard. Oh, that's <laughs> that's the truth. Uh, I'll, did you guys, well, by the way, see? I, I I threw this in the show notes. Also, the Sperry, uh, shoot line of shoes of Star Wars shoes that are coming out. Uh, yeah, you are, I, you are only talking to Greg right now. We've already <laughs> also talked about this on the you, show. The Sperry the shoes? shoes? We did? No, no, we did no. not. Because this no, this announcement only came no. out past week. It if it, oh, Steve asked the question, have you seen this in the show notes? You can pretty much just assume. Oh, <laughs> that's right. damn it! I put them online. They are available to anyone that listens to the show and to the hosts. <laughs> that's the wretchedhive.net. Show notes are for but, uh, really nice people. <laughs> Got to check out at nerdist.com forward slash Star Wars 40th anniversary Sperry shoes. There's some pretty cool shoes here guys they look like van slip-ons kind of hey christmas is coming up soon and i'm really eyeballing those ralph mcquarrie ones yeah, yeah those, those are, are the ones cool. that i'll be getting to so uh, a few years back several years back uh vans had the license to produce star wars inspired shoes and i got a i have a pair of slip-ons from vans of those and then a couple of years back it switched over to sketcher and so Skecher was making Star Wars inspired shoes, and so this year now it is Sperry, and the the Sperry ones look just like the Van slip ones. The the Skecher ones were a little bit different, uh, but the the Sperry ones again look just like Van stop size. And yeah, I think I'm gonna get myself a pair of those Bakori ones as well. Yeah, I'm sure Steve, you're you're eyeballing the C3PO and R2D2 ones, but I'm trying to find a pair that's like mismatched so I can get two 3PO. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I can literally like kick his face into things. It'll be great. Um, as far as, uh, 
Force Friday 2 coming up on September 1st. I'm looking. I three. was trying to three. find three. All right, are we calling two. it three? It's episodic. We're Come calling on, it guy. three. Okay, so I, the Rogue Star Wars.com be damned. Star Wars, it's Force Friday 3. I agree with that, but because it was Rogue One Force Friday, it didn't have the crawl in front of the uh, the opening weekend, the Midnight Madness. Suck so. it, nerd. They did not call it Rogue One Force Friday. <laughs> it was just called Force Friday. On your ass right now, man. Look, Scott, uh, we're on. Hey, we're on team togetherness right now. All right, we are. I yeah. love that. I love. Oh yeah, you, you just defended my point. Dude, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. No, there's no me and Dave want to kick each other's. It's definitely one-sided on the Dave wants to kick my <laughs> side. Oh, oh yeah. I need to listen to this. Wait a minute. Dave wants to kick Nico, my new best friend's ass? What is up? Yeah. Okay, I, went, I went full Scott a la Walking Dead on Dave with the new Game of Thrones episode. So. <laughs> Nico doesn't hate me anymore. I love it. I was trying to find a link to uh, to the toys that are going to be in stuff that's going to be available on September first, but I it's I, I either they're not out or they were pulled back. I thought I saw something, but I, I can't find it right now. I sent it in our uh, messenger, so if you want to take a look, they they've got okay. the new um, uh, the new uh, police cruiser speeder ship was one of them. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing that. And and the yeah, cop if, from the if, casino yeah. city planet if you go if you go to the star wars website where they they announce it there's just there's a hyperlink in the body of the uh article that just says toys and if you click on that it'll take you there okay all right it's not a link to adam and eve (laughs) (laughs) sad thing is i think all of our listeners know what adamandeve.com is (laughs) My okay. listeners might not, but it's where, it's where you get, it's, it's where you go to learn uh, Bible verses. It is. <laughs> <Yes>. It is. <laughs> it's the very lonely Luke tweet of the week. Red five standing by. Because if there's something to whine about, you can count on Luke. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Even though he's now an old man. No! It just isn't fair. Greg, what do you got for us this week, my friend? What What is not fair in this segment is we are getting into the dog days of Very Lonely Luke right now. I think he's a little uninspired because he only, he's only coming forth every few days. So I switched over to uh, Dad Joe Con Solo for this week is what I'm doing. Nice. And uh, it's, always, uh, it's always good for a laugh, a giggle, a guffaw, if you will. <laughs> so I have from, uh, what do I have? From August 10th, about a week ago. I think C-3PO is a stand-up guy. Why? Because his knees don't bend. Hashtag ha ha. Hashtag comedy gold. Where's my rim shot? Hashtag comedy gold with a red arm. Exactly. Thank you. I gotta gotta figure out a way to give you control of the rim shot sound effect. (laughs) You guys want one more? You ready? Want one more? Yeah, let's lay one lay one more on us. Lay a one more on us. How come Boba Fett? Thank you, that was good. How come Boba Fett can travel to through time, guys? Because he's man Delorean. <laughs> I got. Hang on, I got one. It does make can it I, Can I play? Can I play? Bring I don't it. know how funny this is, but this is from uh, Twitter feed. Depressed Darth. <laughs> Steve's already laughing. Look, that's this is great. 
Sure, the empire. Sure, the empire is evil, but nobody is talking about the extremely violent rebel alliance. <laughs> <laughs> There's fault on both sides. The, uh, oh, those that's the good. Rebels? Uh, well played, that sir. I hey, whoa, whoa. cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Right, time right. out. I got we'll one more. Got one, got one more thing I want to talk about here. Uh, as you all know. I am a huge fan of games, video games, board games especially, tabletop games, and Fantasy Flight is a company that makes the X-Wing line of games. They make Armada, they make Imperial Assault, which are all kind of miniatures-based. They sell the miniatures, and you play it on a tabletop. It's a lot of fun. They are re-releasing in the winter Warhammer? Q- Is it a Warhammer Q4. re-release? It is not a Warhammer re-release. Oh, damn They it. are releasing... They are releasing a 30th anniversary edition, 30th anniversary edition of the Star Wars role-playing game, which is basically D&D in the Star Wars universe, as published previously by West End Games. Uh, it's a very simple uh, play, play system that they have. You know, it's easy to learn, easy to pick up. But the key that's coming with this, and Scott, you might be interested to hear this, is that they're in this re-release, they're putting out the Star Wars source book which was the basically the Bible for the Star Wars universe where most of the expanded universe came from. Yes, yes. So it's a huge piece of history in the Star Wars universe um, that you can pick up, and it's, it's a great little read on the expanded universe and where, the, where all the planets and all the ships and a lot of the names for these things, like it was always Walrus Man. Turns out he's Ponda Baba. A lot of this shit came from these... Source book in the Star Wars role playing game. So right, that was the look forward to that. Source book. Yeah, that's correct. And it, it expanded beyond that to the card games. Decipher, I think, made a card game that took it even farther. But yes, you're you're absolutely correct. And I am very interested in picking that up. Yeah, Q4. Wait, It'll be released. And, Fantasy Flight Games. Am I that drunk, or did we already talk about that tonight? I don't we, know. I just walked in. Yes, we talked about it in the pre-show. Hey, talked about, talk about oh. The, the Greg and uh, Scott adventures in San Diego? No, that did not come up at all. It did Son not come up. Bitch! I even brought. Don't a damn call me that. Up, My man. mother's a nice. Lady. <laughs> what the hell? All right, so give us the, give us the give us the two minute review. How oh, was Tiki was Oasis Star, this there was year? Some, there were some there were some Star Wars happenings at Tiki Oasis this year. There thanks was to some Mr. Star Scott. Wars action. Um, Greg and I might actually have some dialogue from the events. Uh, I've got to dig through my phone and see if those audio recordings exist. Uh, and we'll get back to you and we'll post them on the website. Uh, quick two-minute review. It was a four-day weekend in San Diego here on the West Coast uh, called Tiki Oasis. Uh, Greg and I both went and um, we met up with our guest host, Jackie Michelle, uh, who agreed to do quite an interesting photo shoot. So, uh Two of the photos made it to our website. Please stop by and check them out. Uh, but the events was basically a celebration in all things Hawaiian, Polynesian, and lots and lots of rum. Nice. By the way, it is National Rum Day today, and I drank rum at Dodger Stadium. It was damn good. For the Why Dodgers, the rum ninth inning come, beh- come from behind victory. Oh, did I say that? I hope we don't have any Giants fans. Actually, we do, but that's all right. <laughs> Why is the rum always gone? So Tiki and Dodgers, hell yeah. I don't know why is the rum always gone, Nico. 
because Padme drank it all. Because <laughs> Padme drank it all. What the hell? I don't know. You guys We've been, been giving each other shit about. <laughs> what is what is happening? About pronunciation all night tonight. I don't know. Hey, back to play is We've been we've been giving each other shit. Translates to we've been giving Steve shit about yeah. pronunciation all night long. It's not Padme, it's Padme. Leviosa. She has any friends. Okay, Hermione, well played. Let's get out of here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Super detailed little miniature, you know, ships. You yes, can get those things are yes. amazing. They are awesome. I, I love the X-wing game. I love Armada. Um, they're a little, you know, the, you gotta read the rule book, but they are a lot of fun. They're super enjoyable. You can teach them to your kids in an afternoon. It's a great. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I I, I need to plug back into that. I, I we gotta have a game night at your house. I'm all over it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, if a Gen Xer can play it, it can't be that hard. Right. <laughs> and if a millennial can be awake long enough to play it, it can't be that hard. And if you have ever played a game with a millennial, you can call us and leave a message on the Wretched Hive hotline. That's 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. You can find us online. Our official webpage, www.therechedhive.net. You'll find all of our show notes and links. And uh, can we put a picture of Jackie Michelle with a Wretched Hive t-shirt on on our webpage? Not the Facebook page, but can we put one on our webpage? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. We'll get that done. It's impossible. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive podcast. You can email us, wretchedhive at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at WretchHivePod. And uh, maybe the best way to follow us is through iTunes. Search Wretched Hive, The Wretched Hive, in iTunes or whatever podcast player, listener that you prefer. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps us quite a bit. Five stars is great. We'll take one star, though. Any stars. Doesn't matter. We just want to connect with you fans of the Wretched Eye podcast. Guys, final thoughts for episode 43. Man, we're not really episode... hitting the murder button tonight. Murder button all the way. Episode 9, The Last Jedi. <laughs> Seriously, The Last Jedi. For real. No, really. This time, we mean it. Go Dodgers. We're not joking. May the Force be with us all. Have a good couple of weeks. 